You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. At American Trends, we only talk about what your social media says is trending, so let's get right back to it. We're talking about national security today. It's our topic, and it's going to be a major topic, America, at the debate on Sunday night. What's the biggest threat we face? All right, we've got an expert. Let's go ask him. Retired U.S. Naval Intelligence Officer and the host of the Need to Know Show in Tampa, Florida, Frank Wuko. Frank, great to have you. How you doing? Hey, I am doing fantastic. Uh, here on the west coast of Florida, we dodged Matthew, uh, but they're they're getting clobbered there on the, the east coast. Oh man! So you're you're running away from a hurricane, and then you got cornered by the dentist. I'm really glad we got you today. After the adverse conditions, you've survived today. You know, I, I didn't. I, I'm specifically waiting until after this taping before I uh, I down the first of the uh, the pain medication he gave me. I want to make sure I'm, I'm coherent. And uh, actually, maybe I should have taken it before you interviewed me. You actually you don't even look swollen. So well done to your dentist or you've got a great immune system. All right. I'm faking it. We were talking earlier, Frank. The number one scary place in the world right now. We talked earlier. You said it was Syria. Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, you know, the, the world is a scary place right now, it seems. Um, it, it just seems like a, a, a can of, of malevolence and, and violence has been opened up um, that, that I've never personally witnessed before um, without being in a major conventional world war. But Syria is particularly troubling. And, and one of the, the most interesting things about Syria to me is that Syria really is a land that is sort of a crossroads. But when it comes to the things that we typically think about that we get involved in conflicts over the, the economics of, of warfare, Syria has nothing to offer the world. Uh, it, it has, it, if you're gonna think of it in just stark terms, you know, the, the human, human element aside, um, there are no vital resources there. There are no vital shipping lanes there. There, <clears throat> there are no vital ports uh, in Syria. <clears throat> But it is a thoroughfare and has been a thoroughfare uh, for violent activity in the Middle East, uh, whether it's the Iranians coming from east to west down through Syria into Lebanon over the last 30 years or so, or in the case of Iraq, when we were um, involved in the conflict there, OIF, uh, moving from west to east, uh, jihadis, that is Sunni Islamic militant fighters coming into Iraq. Uh, now, the, the Russians see it as strategically important because it gives them a presence right in the heart of the Middle East, and that complicates it by even another 100 degrees. All right, so, I don't know, between you and me, <clears throat> big picture foreign policy, I think Syria is a disaster. I think we've run away. We drew a line in the sand and then turned around and sprinted in the other direction. Um, after inauguration, whether it's Hillary or it's Donald, do you think our policy of not doing anything and letting Putin do whatever he wants is going to change? I, uh, I seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, extract myself from my own political viewpoints here. Uh, but I definitely think that there would be a, a tremendous difference in approach. Um, it, not you know not, not really getting into which one is necessarily better or worse, 
but I believe if Hillary is elected, it, we more or less see a continuation of, of the status quo. Let's not forget that, that many of these uh, foreign policies, sort of the engineering and the mechanics of these foreign policy moves that have taken place over the last eight years uh, were largely the doing of Hillary Clinton. And, and not so much that she was necessarily involved in what was happening, uh, but I, I think part of the issue was the number of distractions that she had from her actual job. Uh, but either way, we have just completely disengaged from that region. And you can write strongly, strongly worded letters. You can draw lines in the sand. You can talk and talk and talk. But if you're not present and you're not there, you know, in force, in a forceful way that, that may be perceived by some people as a threat, uh, then you're not going to make any ripples in the water whatsoever in that part of the world. All right. So bring the focus back to home on Sunday. That's going to be one of the major focus areas, clearly, Frank, which is, hey, the homeland. Uh, the war is here. It's been in Orlando and it's been in San Bernardino and it's been on army bases across the country. Uh, people get stabbed in subways in New York and it's uh, in the name of Allah. The war is now on our soil on a smaller scale than 9-11, but the frequency is unbelievable. What would you change? You heard Dr. Jasser, our previous guest, who knows a lot about this. He just testified before Congress. You're a former naval intelligence officer. You've been in, in intelligence for going on 30 years. What would you change if you were consulting with the President of the United States, whoever it is, in January, what would you change from what's going on right now under President Obama? Well, one of the things that I would start with, and, and this subject comes up a lot, is, well, what do we call this enemy? I mean, do we call them radical jihadists? Do we call them Islamic militants? And I'm on the fence with that one. I, I, I'm not sure it necessarily matters what we call them. What does matter is that we understand what they are. And, and I, I seriously mean the what of, of who these people are and what this sect of Islam is. Um, we have to understand that whether we want to accept it or whether we like it or not, this is, th these are not a bunch of crazy people, irrational people with a, a, an irrational violence streak in them. These are people, this is a religious group, a religious sect that is following what they believe are the strictures and the commandments of God himself. So it, it baffles it, it baffles people why somebody who comes to America with all we have to offer, with all of the opportunity and, and the economic opportunity that many of them take advantage of, what would drive them to commit their lives to to jihad? And, and ISIS influence on the web is only part of the, the reason. It's the introduction to the Islamic materials, the Quran, the Hadith, Sharia law. That's when the lights come on for these people. And in their minds and in their hearts, they believe they're part of something much bigger. And okay, it's so actually Frank, God's plan. Yeah. Frank, be in management, be in the White House, your national security advisor. What do you tell President Hillary or President Donald to do that's different than the policy right now of President Obama? How do you stop it? It's your gig. What are you going to do about it? 
Sure. Well, we, we have to again, we have to slip into their skin. We have to understand what they understand and what they understand, <clears throat> according to their religious prescriptions, is they they understand, sad as it may sound, violence. They understand that if they are met with violence by a force more over more over or, or overwhelming to them and one that is set to conquer them in a in a humiliating way, they understand that according to the to the Quran um, has, hey, maybe we're on the, the wrong path here. Maybe what we deign to do wasn't divined by God himself, but by somebody's ego. So, you, so you're going to educate? Is that it? You're going to run an educational gauntlet uh, my, to my, change my, my their opinion? My No, my education to the president would be we need to get over there on the ground and we need to meet them with greater violence than they could ever meet us with. I'm voting for you. On the ground. Thanks for being with us. Coming up next, Jamie Glazov. Don't go away. You're going to love this. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.